What's going on here? I'm trying to recreate, well, what I think the game will be. At the moment, it's 3-1. What game? The Leeds United-Birmingham game, of course. Oh, my God, look at Phillips's hair. <laughs> What's that? We're in the middle. Oh, almost a Phillips. That was um, Clark. Was it Clark? Nice. 3-1. I'll take that today. I took my lad to Leeds. to Ellen Road, mm. as we all know, for the Birmingham game. Um, this so afternoon, this we're afternoon. going. Woo! Yeah. Well, we were all saying that oh, we'd be up into the Premier League with them, but like my thoughts are that, well, I think we would be. I think I think we would have made it through the playoffs, really. So do you think we would have gone up last year? Yeah. What I find interesting with that, which a lot of people who don't know us or are new to this podcast or don't follow us on social media might not know, is you're only 12 and he is the first manager who brought any kind of joy to and Ellen hope. Road in in your lifetime mm-hmm. right, when you, you took it seriously every time we've well when I started taking lead seriously so about like what 2011 2012 yeah. I mean we, we were like mid table side we were finishing 14th every season mm-hmm. that's the only like where I can remember vividly finish and then mm. I was like always like Cardiff or someone around mm. us like that <laughs> then but until then that was the probably the most joy I've had yeah. finishing seventh which I I mean it was a bummer not to finish in the playoffs mm. but I mean seventh's like the highest I've seen has been it, it was a really enjoyable season I've got to admit for, for me and, and I have heard other people talk about this on, on the social media over Leeds fans um the connection between the fans and and the the players on the pitch under Monk certainly became a lot stronger. I felt. I think like Leeds has unfortunately been in where we've had some good players. It's like you know McCormack. We all loved him, but that was kind of you know it was very few players as a group we really really backed in in the last oh, a long time, probably ever since Grayson got us promoted with Beckford and everyone. So I kind of get why Monk could be there. Now, the one thing I want to throw uh, over to you with, with Monk as well is we essentially play the same formation under Bielsa, what Monk did. Like, well, Monk, Monk, he, Monk brought in he the... He brought in the four-two-three-one. Yeah, he brought that in. And the only difference now, really, is... Sorry, the two differences now is these players, they are probably playing at such a level under Bielsa performance wise it's almost like an overachievement by each individual every week at the moment uh, at least we think you never know there might be even more to come from them mm-hmm. but also that's uh, CDM as you call it because you've been trained by FIFA there it would be now click he he bombs forward a lot mm-hmm. more doesn't he now under Monk it was a very to sit back and um, not do much really because it, it, it was always who would have seen the ends of the monk uh, what do we call the lad and I could never get why everybody liked him he was a hard tackler and we sold him to Forrest but you just couldn't pass for Bridcut Bridcut wasn't it Bridcut 
Uh, Bridcut. Would it be Murphy or did he go out? But he was out on loan for a bit. Oh, of course we had Lewis Cook. But who else did Monk bring in? He brought in um, uh, Janssen as well, and and it was under Monk that Wood came into like we all went woo. Like he became an absolute player and a half, didn't he? So again, we're, we're skirting around it a little bit. You, do you wish that we had Monk as our manager still, and we're in the Premiership, or we're in this position now we find ourselves in, where we've got Bielsa, and we're in the Championship, looking absolutely invincible? I'd prefer now, if I'm honest with you. I feel like um, if we did have. Gary Monk in the Premier League, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, we wouldn't still be up there. Uh, yeah, so we would have mean... gone up last season, so we would be there now, would we not? Because he no. finished seventh in the first season. Yeah. If we kept him, it would have been his second season where we would have had Saez and everyone because they would have been brought in. Probably well, no, not... TC brought them in. No, well, not, well it, I don't think it was TC. I think it was Orta. Victor Orta brought them in and, and the manager just worked with them. I think that's probably got one of the reasons why... Um, Monk wanted to leave to be honest with you because I think he felt like the structure probably wasn't for him everybody calls him the snake but I think there was probably a lot where the setup where Leeds how they wanted to run it um, he didn't like and the irony of it is they've brought in uh, Bielsa now and they've changed everything like literally have you heard like Bielsa had the plans for the training ground they brought the plans yeah. so he could redesign them Yeah, we actually put it out there uh, uh, to uh, the listeners and the viewers of our social media at Lad to Leeds. Um, we've got a few uh, people got back to us, mostly on Instagram, which I, I found interesting. I thought it would be Twitter where we'd get him. It's at Lad to Leeds on both Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter. Sammy H, he brought the good times back to ER. Anyone who does that under a Salino era is special. And, you know, that's another element we, we forgot about uh, Big G, was he was working under Salino. Um, for the uh, majority of his time there, um, it was only when Rads came in that he kind of that, that's where they departed. So uh, I think there was a little bit, in all fairness, a bit of Rads had an influence on that year that um, yeah. he was there. Uh, Tony the White, uh, can you not remember how boring the snake was? Calling the snakes a bit harsh. We'll always love what he did to the German at Huddersfield, though. <laughs> that was a great that was a top moment when he just gave uh, him the elbow after yeah, uh, the yeah, score yeah, of that yeah, goal I remember that. and then um, it all kicked off which is yeah. quite interesting because who squared up to each other in that scuffle and there's uh, a famous photo of them both can you remember no it was Pontus Johansson and Izzy Brown Izzy Brown and they're together now so uh, I did read somewhere that they've had a bit of a laugh about it between them at the training ground um, Izzy Brown, will he ever play for Leeds? We'll wait and see. Uh, Louis of Leeds, um, again, Instagram. He definitely put the grounding in for the success Christiansen achieved at the start of his season. I feel he would have eventually come to Christiansen type end rather than a promotion one. So, suggesting that he would have been, Monk probably would have been sacked by uh, Christmas or just after Christmas when we lose 1 0 to Newport in the FA Cup. Um, and on Facebook, this was the only reaction we got on Facebook at the moment from uh, uh, Mitch Crookshank. Absolutely no. <laughs> He's put no. So I'm assuming he just ain't a fan at all. So today's a game. We're uh, getting geared up to cross the Pennines from over here in Greater Manchester. Yeah. What 
it's the team news. What can we expect for today, lad? Well, so what are we expecting from today? So, in fact, so I reckon same team, mm-hmm. but so we still do have um, the usual that have been injured. So Pablo and Amdes, Kimaru, Patrick Bamford, mm-hmm. and um, Berardi. Jamie Shackleton's back, I yes, think. Yes, like that. So he could be on the bench today. Mm. But from all what I think, it'll be the same starting team against Preston. Yeah, well, and why would you change? You know, the, the Millwall game we've discussed in, a, in in the last podcast as well was it was a poor, poor performance. And if anything, we admired Bielsa keeping the team. I mean, that must have given him so much confidence. Mm-hmm. And wow, didn't that show with Tyler Roberts in the second half of uh, the Preston game? So why would you change? I mean, I, I, I'm sitting here now thinking, I won't change a thing. Mm-hmm. We're gearing up not long now till we have to hit the road. Uh, we're definitely going to get... I think I might go uh, chips with chilli. Um, uh, what are you going to go for before we go in? Chips. Probably chips and gravy. Gonna, I don't know. Gonna, pie. You're going to get a pie as pie. well? I'm wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I fancy a chips and chilli because I've got a cold and I'm hoping the chilli will, will kind of get it out and get a bit of cheese on there. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're due a smashing of a club shop as well, so yeah. that's going to get... Uh, you're thinking of getting something printed on your back, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Which is... I think that's going to be a tight turnaround time, but let's wait and see. I mean, it'll be anxiety levels up until kickoff, maybe. Um, but uh, before... We'll probably... We'll do... We'll, we'll get the update on... Patty about, about reading <laughs> after the match. We'll end the show with that. Uh, but we do lad shouts um, every week. Thank you so much for the support. This really does help get the podcast out there, guys. If you're listening on iTunes, for example, please do give it a five-star rating. If you don't think it's five-star, just don't rate it. Um, that really helps it get out to, the, to other Leeds fans, um, which is all this is all about. But what I would really like to do in lad shouts before lad does give some direct shouts to people who have been supporting us on the fly uh the guys at proper sports they are the dudes who pump out the ls11 podcast and the talking shut podcast which are absolutely 100 percent part of our weekly diet here um of Leeds united and they a few of the guys who work on those shows did a few retweets of ours this week and that really helps and we've got to help the Leeds united trust because they're running a really cool comp for young Leeds fans um they just want you to uh, uh design a crest for them and the winner want a kid to do it and the winner gets money to spend at the club shop which is mint so we retweeted that follow at lad to Leeds on twitter and you'll see it on there on our timeline go help the united trust that's a really cool promotion that they're doing but now we'll hand over to lad shout huge thank you to both those guys for sharing with the wider leeds united community all on twitter at lad to leeds thank you to at elland road owl at sj wilson 30 over in ireland um leeds united underscore mad at lime underscore link Blood and Black Rum. At Blood and Black at Rum. At Blood it? and Black Rum. That's another podcast. Uh, at The Amazing Nerd Show as well. Again, another uh, podcast that very kindly uh, supported us this week. Thanks, guys. Keep them coming. We'll always give you lad shouts. Have you got the tickets? Tickets, no. All right, let's get the tickets. I'll pick up my wallet. Um, let's see you on the other side by the magic of podcasts. You will know. Uh, by the end of this what the score is but hopefully our journey will be extremely enjoyable let's go let's get the car started
just going to make the start of the match by the skin of our teeth. Can you explain why? Is it because of the traffic? No. Is it because of the mass crowds trying to get in the stadium? No. Why was it? Because they're trying to get a name printed on our shirt. <laughs> and it was taken forever, so we're now going to gnash all the way to the top of the East End. Oh, my God. Come on, come on, come on. Terrible goals to give away. Yo, I hope medals were having Nil nil, I think. Two, two really bad goals to give away, and then Birmingham just killed the game as best as it could. I feel like I've just watched the team time waste for a whole 90 minutes. Like, I mean, just seen the team. Paid money to come see a football game, not 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 22 uh, men stand on, on the pitch. I took my lad to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at lad to leads Facebook. Search lad to leads So the result, well, like, I mean, the two goals that they scored weren't the greatest. 
I mean, well, Shea Adams, like, I was, I said but when he scored his first goal, well, but I was thinking about saying before he scored his first goal, hey, he's a good youngster, yeah, he's got potential, and also, but that, that first goal, though, it was just Peacock Fowl's mistake, it was just that, well, based on Adams' body shape, he thought he was going to curl it into the corner instead of going straight down the middle. Yeah, no, no, uh, he, uh, I saw, we, we haven't seen replays yet, we've kind of, like, come back. From Ellen Road, got home um, straight in, into the studio, if you can call it that, um, to record this. And but I did see the replay when I was queuing for a beer that I never got at half time because it was so rammed at Ellen Road today, you couldn't get get anywhere quickly. Um, I saw the replay, and he went. He essentially he went to dive left. So, mm-hmm. but if he if he stayed in the middle, Peacock, then would have gotten to it. Well, he would have had more of a chance. Uh, and it was very close, so it was a mistake. Um, then but the costly, goal, yeah. I mean, that was just like well, terrible. Like, I mean, he curled it in. It was the slowest thing ever. Just hit the post and bounced in. I think the disappointing thing for both goals, that's consistent with today, and and summed up the the deficiencies with the performance defensively was. Our back four as a collective, and I know uh, Douglas came off eventually. We just seemed very timid in in going in for the tackle. Yeah, we weren't getting like we like running we alongside them, and we slipped up and yeah. we didn't get a foot in. That lad on both occasions should not have been allowed to get them shots off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I think if we played them on Tuesday night, they wouldn't have got those shots off because yeah. the back four played differently. There's definitely a weakness coming. I'm identifying you know, even in the three niller against Preston, there's something about this wing-back system that's weak, but certainly those two goals were could have been prevented, and I think that's the most disappointing thing about it. Never, you know, I'm not trying to save uh, Bailey Peacock any face whatsoever at all. I'm willing to bet you this. Gary Monk, at some point, told those Birmingham players said frustrate them get behind the ball and frustrate them and what will happen is is 35,000 crowd will get on the back of the players and the players will start playing badly I know because it happened to me so he knows how players react in that environment and he got it spot on yeah how many times did we say there's 11 men in their own half they had 11 men the whole time in their own half you know their goals came from, I mean, there were so dull counter-attacks, but there were counter-attacks. And then, you know, complimented on top of that, 11 men behind the ball. It was a proper part the bus and, and try and hit him on the break mentality. Very Mourinho-y, actually. But I, he knew, and, and those players reacted exactly how Monk wanted them to react. That's the Leeds players I'm talking about. And it did. The frustration, with the, there's passes going here, there. What do you think went on with Phillips? Is he? Uh, do we know yet? Was he sub for injury? Because I, I think he looked fine. He did look fine. I reckon. Well, I think Marcelo Bielsa was thinking, right? This this isn't working. This formation. Well, it wasn't. So so we got to like go a bit more attackive. So that's why I thought you brought Dallas on. Mm. And Dallas and that. Dallas came on and made a difference almost uh, immediately, didn't yeah. he? So I can't. So I'm not not questioning bringing on Dallas. What I am questioning, which I'm not sure, was. To bring a player off that early, 
Yeah, it was like what the thirtieth minute and or something. Other than that moment, he did a bit of a. Uh, remember, he was running with the ball in the middle, and, and we were going pass the ball, pa- we going pass the ball, and he had about three opportunities to do it, and he didn't. I couldn't think, and I, I wondered if there was a reason for that. Do you think he might have been injured? He wouldn't. If if he was injured, he would have passed the ball. Mm. He wouldn't have kept running with it. Mm. Well, I don't know. I reckon he was probably just like doing a size, like trying to find. Mm. Oh, so let's make some. We'll run, lead the players mm. with me, and then let's try and make some space. But it didn't kind of work out mm. because they just went in because they have like they have fast players on them wings, so yeah, they would just get stuck in. Yeah, they put that, those uh, players on those wings. This is what I was saying earlier about. I, I've I've kind of seen. I think opposition managers are identifying the weaknesses now, and certainly Monk got it spot on today. And putting pressure on those wing backs uh, of ours, you know, don't get me wrong, I love Ailing, I love Douglas, you know, as players, but the system seems to, if you put pressure on those wing backs, you get joy from mm-hmm. Leeds. And they were, their, their wingers were on our wing, well, they're not wing backs essentially, they're left back and right back. They they were on them. I noticed that that lad who was on eight was all over Ailing. Ailing didn't get a second on the ball today. Um, I mean, there, there, there really aren't any uh, positives from this that I can think of other than the good news is we are still top of the league. It looks like a lot of the other results went mm-hmm. for us. Do you want to just, you know, Middlesbrough, they drew, yeah. did they? We're level. We're level on points. So we're level on points. But we've got more goal difference. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're still top, you know? We're still top, man, and that's that's... That's positive. We played crap and we've lost. I mean, I don't even really care that it's Gary Monk, to be quite honest with you. That was a bit of fun. And, you know, at the start of this pod, we, you know, did a bit of fantasy. If he was still with us, where would we be? Um, I, you know, that, that for me is just fun. This is a bit depressing, but we are top of the league after our first defeat of the season. And, and for me, I'm just really excited for Friday now. Mm-hmm. I almost want Friday to happen tomorrow. I mean, Sheffield Wednesday. Would you change your team? Yeah, I'd change it. Go on. I'd do what Marcelo Bielsa did, play Dallas. I'd start him. Dallas is a good player. Mm. It's just that we haven't played him a lot, so mm. he probably isn't getting used to the team. But I reckon yeah. if we if we do start playing him in I, that role, I, I reckon. Um, I, I know what you mean. I, I'm, I'm wondering, is there room for... I know he scored today, but Alioski for the last two games, I've, there was that moment where we had the free kick and he ended up offside. Yeah. I just thought, for God's sake, and I just wonder if Alioski might be a better impact player to bring on, uh, especially because he's, he's so fast and pacey later on. And I just wonder, is it... My, these are the changes I think I'd make. Uh, I mean, I think we've got to believe in Bielsa, and the reason he brought off Calvin Phillips is because what... I don't know whether it's injury or not, but for me, I would play Forshaw there. Forshaw did I play. Think, I think bring him and play him in that role where, mm-hmm. where people are talking about playing him further up. I'd still keep with Click. I think he deserves to maybe keep that just for one more game, but he needs to improve on the last two for me. Yeah. But I would go Click, Forshaw, and maybe have Dallas instead of Alioski. Yeah. And 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 have Dallas on the right and put Harrison on the left, or just you know swap them round around Saez. That's that's one thing they did really well today, Birmingham. But also put, put Saez to bed. Also, they? people would think. Uh, I mean, people are gonna like well, dislike me for this, but I reckon Saez. I don't. I think you should not play. Really? That's controversial. I just, I mean, we don't have anyone else who's brought what the same caliber of him. 
to play in that position. But like, I mean, I just think like it's just today he was just lacking. Well, he has lacked all season. Like, I mean, I, I, reckon, I don't, I, I don't he... like this. Like, I mean, he was good at it last season, but this season, when he does his little dribbly thing, you always like you, you think, oh come on, we're gonna get a goal, we're gonna get a goal from this. Mm. But then it just messes up in mm. some way, shape, or form. And I reckon when Ryan Edmondson came on, I, I reckon we should play him like there, and maybe have Tyler, and maybe switch him around because Tyler Roberts was coming back deep. I think Edmondson was like the main. So Edmondson man there. up front. Yeah. Tyler behind. Yeah. Saez Saez was getting absolute pelters from the the referee all game. I still don't know why he got booked. Yeah. It looked like he was getting booked for talking to their keeper. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. You know, and he was obviously telling the keepers to hurry up and stop cheating. Mm-hmm. I quite like your idea with the Edmondson. Um, uh, but other, that's the one thing I wanted to say about Ty. I thought he. Showed some great footwork today. Uh, again, he was out of position. I think one or two many times. You remember when that cross came in, uh, and, like in like, and there was in the no one there. The he should have been there. He should have, yeah. you know, a striker should have been there, but he wasn't. But he did some lovely bits where he created, he opened up chances with a nice bit of footwork. I'm really excited about him moving forward. He's, I think he's going to turn out to be a wonderful signing for us. Yeah. Keep him fit. Uh, he's got to start the next game for me. I don't think we can drop him. I think the more we play him, the better he'll get. I think the Edmonton idea is an interesting one. I think it just might be the big game, Sheffield Wednesday away, I think Saez will step up for it. Mm-hmm. And and therefore, I think he's unplayable. Uh, I still wouldn't play Saez for some reason. I'd play him on the bench. Like, I'd do him on the bench. But, like, come on, I mean, there's an impact. Yeah. Well, people will probably have a because... go at me about Alioski. You scored today. But I just kind of think that the amount of possession he wastes, and I think that's what you're saying today. He just Saez just his his passing weren't great. He yeah. did some the magic levels weren't there today at all. Because I think got when he, I think when he was dribbling, because what he usually does, he drags all the players away, creates chances. Mm. But they weren't doing that because they had all eleven players back, which I think Sheffield Wednesday will do on right. Friday. So I reckon. We need to replace him with someone. Mm, like, yeah. Well, I, I quite like your option. I quite like that. It's a creative idea. But you'd play Alioski, would you then? You'd, you'd, no. You'd, oh, you'd I, drop I mean, him too? Well, That's some big changes. You're I making. do. I do what you do. So drop Alioski. Dallas, Dallas on. for sure in that. But Edmondson. have Edmondson right yeah. up front. Then Tyler Roberts playing in the size position because I thought like I was thinking, well, why is he dropping back? Because size isn't pushing up. So maybe like if Tyler Roberts played in that position because he uh, he loves he, from the looks of Got it he likes tricks. to drop back mm-hmm. and also he's a good tackler. I wish he wouldn't. I no, I wish he wouldn't drop back. Cause I know, I, I, yeah. You know what I mean? I think he will be a great striker. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you know, he says he is a good striker. It's going to be interesting. I, I think. I, I wonder if, is Bielsa going to beast him this week to get him fired up for Friday? Um, I haven't heard Bielsa's. Um, press conference yet of uh, the translator speaking on behalf I heard that um, he he has said he's taking full responsibility you know oh, that's all amicable because he messed up the like. formation well th- did he I mean that's up? why I think that's why he took Phillips off because oh, I just don't know if, if he, we messed up the formation I just think these guys just didn't perform to the level they should have I mean yeah. I'd like to think behind closed doors there's a bit of a rollicking going on um I, you know, they, they, Birmingham really didn't do much different to what other teams have done to us, except it just seemed 
our standards were at a level that weren't good enough. Like our defence wasn't... That made them look great. Yeah. They did a good job. They came They came here, parked the bus, yeah. and we'll do... Uh, we'll take a few shots on goal, and if we're going, we're going. But, you know, for us, look, our performance... This sums it up for me. At half-time, we had 78% possession, no shots on goal. I think in the second half, we scored a goal... For sure, had a shot on goal. I I can't remember. Maybe one of the headers uh, was a well, shot um, at the end that, that was... Lee Camp scored, didn't he? That Lee Camp saved. Sorry, not scored. Lee Camp yeah. saved, didn't he? I mean, he hadn't, he didn't do anything all game, but he <laughs> saved. So <laughs> that's just... three shots. One went in whole game, and we had seventy eight percent possession. Right. That sums it up for us. Our standards just weren't good enough. But we'll bring it back. I believe in BL, so I think it'll get sorted out. I think it's a bit of a learning curve for him, to be quite honest with you, and hopefully it'll be, you know, turn into a positive. I mean, like, because, mate, like, with Wolves last season, what, they, they drew seven, no, they, they they lost seven games. Right. And they drew, like, six or eight, yeah? Yeah. We've only lost one, yeah? Yeah. Wolves probably last season, they probably lost about two, because they, I remember, they didn't have a, that great start to the season. Mm. It was only until... January when they got top of the table, so I mean, well, I mean, what we we shouldn't really be criticizing them just yet, even no. though we are. Well, we're disappointed. I mean, we're disappointed. Yeah, we're disappointed. That's what it is. But we shouldn't be criticizing them because let's be honest, it's September. What we are, we have until May, and we're top of the league, it's, and we're top of the league exactly. No, I'm with so, you on that. There, there, there. Let's let's cuddle. Come on, listeners, just cuddle in. Come on, let's just cuddle. That's it. Come on. That's it. Cuddle him. We're all okay. We're still gonna gonna beast this thing. Great wolves analogy there. Um, okay, uh, two things from today that I think need flagged up is uh, the system. Still, although I thought the club shop looked great, the system still. When we're, we've got thirty five thousand people churning around the place, uh, we just made the kick off in the nick of time. So I think something needs sort of there still. And also, when there's 35,000 people knocking about the place, you definitely can't get a half-time pint. So, it'd be <laughs> great if, if some people in both the catering and the retail could sort out those issues. Um, although, the amount we spent in the club shop today, I don't think we've got any need to go back there for a long time. <laughs> um, now, for the big feature that everybody is on the edge of the seat waiting for. Batty about, about reading. reading. So lad, uh, lad's English teacher told him he needs to read more. So being the great father that I am, I gave him one of the greatest books written in the history of paper, David Batty's autobiography. Lad, how are we getting on with it? Good. Have you got a fact? Your challenge is to come with a David Batty fact. Mm-hmm. Go. Uh I've only read like what ten pages into it or something. Yeah. Okay. I read a lot. Well, I, uh, well, uh, uh, I suppose. Hey, reading's reading. Batty yes, about uh, reading. Okay. He was born on the second of December, nineteen sixty-eight. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. So just that he was born on the second, and that's in the first part. What did he just like? Is the first chapter? I but I was born. No. Okay. Well, in a bi- autobiography. Okay, how old does that make him? What? How, how old, old does, does that, that make him? him? He's like what? I think. Think about it. I think now he's, so he's. It's to twenty eighteen. Is that your final answer? Yeah, he's fifty. Well done. It's a big five zero, isn't he? 
See? There you go. See? Hey, I have hey, read. It, you've read part of the David Batty book. Yeah. And you were asked to come with a fact. I've came with a fact. You, and you've delivered. Well I've done. Delivered, well right. done. Batty about, about reading. reading. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with you Friday at some point after the uh, big Yorkshire derby. Mm-hmm. This episode has ended up being a, a really big cuddle to the Legion United community. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you, you felt that. Um, and we'll speak to you after the game against a Wednesday in a bit. Thank you so much for listening. I took my lad to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at Lad to Leeds. Facebook. Search Lad to Leeds.